1: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Here at ACO Radio, American Communications Online, or any affiliated station where websites are not responsible for what guests, hosts, or call-ins may say. All programming is intended for informational and entertainment purposes only.
0: Hello, world. Welcome aboard. Today is Ascension Church Ohana, and we had a little technical difficulty getting on, but we're hoping this is going to take hold today for our uh, ACO Association around the world. All of y'all that have stuck with me from 2012 forward, we appreciate all you've been doing, hanging out in social media and watching the world change. But we are Ascension Church, Ohana, the gathering of people that are going to be spiritual scientists, so to speak. But uh, we're all about the cutting edge and the change in all the universes, not just this one. However, we do ascribe to Universal Life uh, the way that they have us signed up as ministers with Modesto, California, location, while we build our church here in the panhandle of Florida for now. And we are an online church, and a lot of people are going out and putting my children today, went out to Mo- Momentum Church. That's a funny name, isn't it? But that's the name they chose Momentum. We chose Ascension Church Ohana, and in the honor of my daughter Ginger Teresa Fay Parish Bowers, which died of cancer, uh, actually benzene poisoning, but she passed over. And a lot of people go through things, and we formed this under Teresa J Morris Ministries for today here in the Panhandle. So that's my name, Teresa J Morris Ministries. Uh, And I have asked a gentleman from Georgia, Valdosta, Georgia, his name is Richard Thomas Knight, to help me form our community for a holding company called American Communications Online. And yet on Wednesdays and Sundays, help me with our spiritual metaphysical world and all that encompasses our thoughts and how our brains and our minds now in the wonderful world of the world of science helps us understand a lot of things we didn't understand, and we misnamed and misquoted and misunderstood all the world religions in the way that they uh, were talked about separately with science. So we're going to combine science and religion because, after all, both of them are actually Out of the original school of philosophy A lot of people, if you understand etymology And the way the world works We're really just all philosophers Because we each have our own mind and free will So with that said We're going to introduce the three words As separate meaning Ascension, Church, Ohana And begin our Sunday shows for all those out there that are listening to us, with more of an open, uh, sharing, warm, welcoming way for all of those that feel like they should be in a caring, connecting to their brothers and sisters out there in cyberspace, and cyberspace culture. So we're going to embrace this time on Earth in 2021 as remote viewers, but also Remote virtual avatars So we have to create A whole new language So Thomas oh wait, I'm going to call him Pastor Rich For the sake of convenience But for the Ascension Church Ohana We have a, our own federal ID number now And then the, We're just going to have to have money Believe it or not Because that's how you make a church Get their uh, 501c3 But we've got the word church But we're educators folks so, uh spiritual pastors of spiritual science, brand new today, Pastor Rich, would you introduce yourself because this is a lot of power, obviously. <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah. All right. As far as I know, we can be heard and it's ticking away it says on air. So, I'm this is a merged call. So this is new for me. Richard is, I don't know, as far as I can tell, it's going right into my computer via New York. So you want to try your hand and we'll be amazed at what we put here on the Ascension <laughs> <Cincinnati laughs> <So-tallana. laughs>
1: Well, good evening, everyone. Uh, my name is Richard T. Knight, and like my colleague and associate TJ Morris, otherwise known as Teresa. Uh, Pastor Teresa, uh, we are both reverends, as she said, with Universal Life Church. I am also an ordained Coptic, Egyptian Coptic bishop. So therefore, I am very familiar with church structure and religiosity. I have a doctorate in religious science. I have a doctorate in metaphysics. I have a doctorate in theology. And I have a a doctorate in divinity. So as far as the religious realm is concerned, I am very, very much um, familiar with all of that. Um, I'm also familiar, of course, with spiritual realm, Um, having come into this world completely aligned and completely aware of exactly who I am, and where I came from, and there was no disconnect, no loss of memory. Um, So, yes, it has been a spiritual being having a human experience for me. Um, And that's how basically I approach things. Um, I'm very casual. Um, You can call me Pastor Rich Um, And I don't get into the formality of titles um, simply because, to me, the titles incorporate an experience, and the experience, the knowledge, and the wisdom that it took to gain that title is more important than the title itself. So, with that said, um, we now create on the ethers universally as the Ascension Church Ohana. And, of course, as uh, Teresa had told uh, you, Pastor Teresa had told you um, it means the gathering or family. So in other words, this is a church body that is coming together as one family. And even though there will be a great diversity in mind and thought, research and conversation and everything else involved, when you start unwrapping uh, the ascension process itself, Um, there's still going to be a main theme, and that is the theme of love and harmony, peace and tranquility amongst those that choose to join us as church members. And yes, we are officially founding it today. And of course, today is Spiritual Sunday. So our Sundays had already been dedicated to spirituality as it was. So now this makes it even more in tune because when you speak of a church, you're speaking of a body of people and not actually a physical building. And that's the way that Christ himself spoke of the church, that the church actually resides in your heart and not in, your, not in the, uh, the place where you congregate, which is why he oftentimes uh, spoke and taught outdoors rather than in a synagogue or a temple or anything of that nature. So moving, to, well, moving along, TJ. It.
0: I'd like to add the different meanings because we are going to be helping people uh, create new words uh, on the planet for the word church. And the translation of words that's defined as an assembly or called out ones is what is the church? Now, uh, building our public, especially Christian worship, number two. Now, this is Merriam-Webster. Folks, so uh, we can establish this, although we already have articles and bylaws in a large sense. The clergy are officialdom of a religious body. The word church is put for the persons that are ordained for the ministry of the gospel. That is to say, the clergy. Now, Pastor Rich and myself, Pastor Teresa, are already ordained in several churches. As ministers and we are going to be open source Welcoming our assembly as brothers and sisters Uh, We established uh, many people in the internet radio prior to this But my children asked me if we could start over today And I happen to have that federal ID number For the name Ascension Church Ohana And we will still be associated with the Ascension Center organization in American Communications Online for our software and developing how we can be of service to others as uh, we are going to combine all the past world religions, ancient history, mysteries with the cutting of uh, what we say new <laughs> And uh, I know people say the New Age presence and Aquarian Age and the Golden Age, and I uh, profess that I was ordained by being called by God, and I do believe that is to be the truth in the house of God, a building used for public Christian worship. Now, I was ordained in Unity Church in the laying on of hands, Unity, but And the universal life was strictly to be Internet and what is we are ordained by people that met together and decided that we could be uh, ordained ministers. But Pastor Rich and I are starting this brand-new entity in the United States of America with a history we can call upon. But the Cambridge English is a building for Christian religious activities, an official Christian religion organization. But we represent the Christ consciousness with the meaning and how it is meant is the meaning of the word ascension. Now, what is the meaning and the meaning of church in the New Testament? Uh, This is the Greek word. Translated church in the New Testament for those of you that are Into Christian mysticism A body of Christian believers A literal translation Of ecclesia Is a called out Assembly so The rooted word church Is what we're using as a body of Church ecclesia E-K-K L-E-S-I-A now, as a matter of principle, the early Quakers refused to call the building their church, What's it, where they met uh, churches, since the biblical word church referred to people, not a building. So that's sort of the way we're looking at it, I believe. It's designated that the Quakers, the Quakers, which my great-grandmother uh, gave up her petticoats to be marrying a Polish Jew, <laughs> not that our roots matter when we're individuals and forming this church, but uh, they said the Christian worship was a steeple house. So there's words and archaic and many ways to think of a church as a building, but they may or may no longer have a steeple. But, you know, that's the Quakers and I have, uh, we all have roots and we'll discuss the Lord's house and the, uh, but we're going to discuss the monad and we're philosophical Philosophical spiritual scientists that are metaphysicians, and so we're a lot of things. And uh, we're going to have to be able to say that we are about do what is right, and we're going to do all things allowed by law as far as church identity and college other brothers and sisters, and Pastor uh, Rich and Pastor Teresa, because we'll have others that will want to pastor. Around the world Uh, But we are beginning Ascension Church Ohana Now let me, I think you have a little idea That it can be the people are the building But we'll just go with an online internet for right now Because we're all home And Ohana, O-H-A-N-A Is a Hawaiian term meaning family An extended censored term That can include adopted Or blood related Or intentional international families as brothers and sisters if we all working towards morals and a way to uplift our spiritual growth as we support each other as two pillars and what richard and i have never met pastor rich and pastor trista patricia has never met but we are in other levels Actually, with each other, united in universal love, light, truth, and unconditional love. So, all those of y'all that have known me in the past know we're all about unconditional love. So, we've got Ohana for what we're creating is the new term, cognate family. We've got the word church, also I mean like a gathering, a group, and with or without a steeple in a building, but we're an internet online church on Sundays and Wednesdays, spiritual scientists. And we may have other identities and we're going to discuss all that uh, because we're going to be about teaching education. So spiritual church education. Now, what word are we missing? Oh, Ascension. I covered church and Ohana. So let me look up Ascension. Now this one's really going to throw us because so many people have different meanings for Ascension. And uh Dr. Uh, Rich uh, Pastor Rich Ascension Center Organization is out there 2012 and Beyond is a book I wrote Our History the Ascension uh, I wrote the book on Ascension On that Uh, Women of Ascension Ascension Church Education Ancient Wisdom and New Thought Teachings Ascension Age Mystery Schools A Foundation of Self-Improvement And Well-Being For the Ascension Center Education And it's uh, This is to help hopefully simplify uh what ascension means i've got ascension center psychic awakening classes i'm pulled up ascension and i'm seeing all the words that are on me but let me get the word just ascension only i'm like well, my i've never seen all these past uh words hold on rich pastor rich <laughs> are you still there yes Okay, let me get an ascension meeting. I'm going to turn it back over to you. We might want to get the Bible involved just a little bit. My daughter that helped me found their original ascension center organization said Bible was basic instruction before leaving earth. And it's something uh, that is cute, easy to remember for the BIBLE. Now, the act of rising to an important position are higher level. The ascension to the ranks of pop star. Uh, (laughs) Well, we have uh, artists, creators, uh, musicians, songwriters. I'm a member of BMI, Broadcast Music Incorporated, and I am a songwriter, so we have a little bit of that. But the ascent of Christ into heaven on the 40th day after the resurrection. So ascension has two meanings there. Rising, I like that, and I'm going to be honest. I didn't know what ascension meant in the ministry as far as me being ordained. But I was ordained in 85 in a gold pyramid church. How many people get to do that, folks, in Houston? So God was watching over me. And that's when I I had, I'm going to tell you the secret about ascension with me. I was called, had no idea I was God-like talked to before by those above, by angels, Archangel Michael, Archangel Gabriel, but I didn't realize the importance till my body that decided to go to church that day to a unity, UNITY, it's a very famous, well-known church, and uh, a woman before she passed made it even more famous because she went to it a black lady that had been on Oprah Winfrey, and I can't think of her name right now. Can you remember it, Pastor Rich?
1: Not on
0: hand. Oh, my, I'm going to, I can't believe, there's, there's so many famous people, but she went to Unity too. But the story for me, before I give Pastor Rich the floor, is I was in this church, I had already gone to meet the man, uh, I sure had known something was up because as a singer, songwriter, and a uh, spiritual person and a psychic, I, I had these skills we all have intuition-wise. But I was brought there to meet the father, godfather of New Age music, Stephen Halpern. Do you know who that is, Pastor Rich? Yes. You do? All right, yes. So I got to meet him, and I my body was walked up to – nobody else helped me, but everybody was singing, we are the world, we are the children, we are the ones that make a better place for – so this was during that time because that was used in the Navy, too, when I went there. And I thought, God, isn't that funny that he's using MJ? And I hadn't even met Michael Jackson yet. So this little story is a combination of looking how the past and the future has to do with today because we're all time travelers. But if you can, with your memories that you don't have of this memory, but go with me back in my brain, I was – if you can picture the Gold Pyramid as a church, very tall but in Houston. It was called unity then and everybody's inside and we're singing we're having such a blessed unity spiritual moment where we're all feeling love and light and community and uh we really had our own following of other books we'll say and these couples up there that was visiting for the unity and they I uh, walked up to them and told them that I'd been called by God and uh, to be ordained and or would they put their hands on my head and bless me. <laughs> I guess it's like Jesus going before John the Baptist, and they looked astounded and looked over at the original pastor for the Church of Unity. I, I don't know if they called him reverend or what, but uh, I had been going there, but I didn't think about being called by God. And they whispered to him on the pulpit, and everybody had quit singing, and you know, it's like a call to the front. uh <coughs> It was after call to worship But I was called up front They looked at me They whispered to him And I guess he gave their approval So they put their hands on me And said a blessing and a prayer And then voila I was ordained a minister In the Unity Church Because I was called by God So that's my little physical story But I don't have a piece of paper To show you for that So I guess That had to do with us meeting today. So over to you, Pastor.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, my story is going to tie in um, the absolute spiritual as well as the physical, as well as the emotional, mental, and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, I was called forth by a lovely lady named Grace, who was probably in her 60s, all right, and we formed together together. A community outreach center. And in this outreach center, uh, we were all ministers, uh, either ordained by universal life or ordained in a congregation setting by either churches such as Baptist, Protestants, Presbyterian, didn't matter what the background was, as long as they were ordained simply because we wanted to minister unto the youth in the community who had run away or had bad situations at home or had gotten involved in gangs or had gotten into drugs and all this kind of stuff. And basically, what we were doing is we were telling them, you know, hey, this is a low road and you need to find a high road. So anyway, um, there was a meeting one night of of a group of 20 of us without any uh, children present or youth present. And we all gathered in a circle and we called forth the spirit of Christ. And Christ actually came down into the center of the circle, and he approached each of the given individuals in that circle and blessed each of us in a specific way. And the blessing that he gave unto me was basically the trial of the five elements, which, of course, is water, fire, earth, air, and spirit. And this blessing, or what you could say consecration rites, took place over a nine-month period. And uh, at the end of the nine months, basically, Christ uh, came back unto me and he said, well, my son, you know, or my brother, you have finished all of the rites that make manifest your physical being. Now we uh, we must ordain you into the spiritual kingdom of God, my father. And therefore, he is your father. He is my father. We are brothers. And I seal now thy face with fire so that nothing that is evil or dark may come upon thee or come before thee and still remain the same. And he sealed me in fire, and that was quite a spiritual experience, as you might imagine. And that was at the age of 19. I had already been ordained for a year with Universal Life Church, having received my credentials at the age of 18. And this is way back in the sixty, in the, let's see, the early 70s anyway. So then, of course, you passed transit through life and yes, I have done all kinds of warfare with dark entities and I have counseled all kinds of people and spiritual you know spiritual counseled and, and common sense counseling and, and emotional counseling and everything else because I'm also empathic as well as all kinds of other spiritual gifts. I consider myself clear omniscient, which means that I have all the clear gifts and then some. But anyway, uh, much 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 later in life, Um, I transited from California, which is where I'm from. Uh, This Grace House, uh, which was the youth ministry, actually uh, was physically located in San Jose, California. I left California a year later and transited to New Orleans, Louisiana. And under the auspices and guidance of a patriarch who had fled from Egypt, we founded a church and seminary. And monastery on a block property that housed uh, a very large building where we actually story where we actually took up our, our domus domicile, and we actually had a, a couple of outbuildings. One of which we are we adapted to be uh, the actual church, physically as a building with the insides with you know seats and all that kind of stuff, and uh, and of course uh, an altar and all that kind of stuff and and a cross held uh, you know on the wall and so forth. And then in turn, we also had another building that was utilized as a retreat center so that we in turn could go out to the retreat center and meditate and commune with God and receive God's word and God's messages and so on and so forth. So we formed what was then called the first combined Coptic Church of Egypt with the letters K-M-I-N indicating that this is of the fabric of the original church that was originally formed back in the days when Christ himself was in Egypt. So a thousand years anyway, a couple thousand years anyway. Um, so in addition to that, uh, he, I was ordained as both a priest, an archpriest, a bishop, an archbishop, and eventually a patriarch myself. And we ran it. We were registered with the state of Louisiana, and we, ran it, we were attempting to gain 5013C clearance, but there was still a lot of uh, international muddy water between Egypt and the United States, and so therefore the IRS was very much on the fence in regards to granting a nonprofit for an organization that had international ties to Egypt. So uh, this all occurred, of course, over basically an eight-year, nine-year period, and during which I undertook a doctorate in theology with 40,000 hours of research and study, and this was done online, as well as through uh, actual physical transcripts and so forth, and, and assignments that were done and actually sent to Egypt and back, and, and Egypt actually awarded my doctorate of theology through the University of Cairo, Coptic Seminarial Studies. Well, this seminarial study group was actually created by Anubis Shenouda, or who you would la- you would label the Pope of Egypt. OK, so you have a pope in Rome, you have a pope in Egypt, you have a pope of Ethiopia, you have a pope of Russia, you have a pope of uh, Greece. And you have, in other words, each of these popes heads up. They are the figureheads to each of these ordained churches that have uh, formed basically the Western and the Eastern Church as far as the Christian world is concerned. So anyway, we put in a call to Egypt directly to the Holy Father, which is uh the word Anuba actually is Egyptian, meaning father. And then, of course, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Shanuda actually means father, and Anuba was the man's last name. The man has since created all kinds of universities, created all kinds of churches, but at the time that we had created and had our church blessed, we were actually the first church on U.S. soil to actually run under a Coptic auspices. Well, he in turn also ordained uh, the one that had ordained me, uh, father Reza, um, who was Egypt of Egyptian blood. And then in turn, uh, he he ordained him as an archbishop in the overall church of the diocese of the United States. And then he ordained me also by over the phone as a bishop of the diocese of the United States. And then in turn, he gave us his blessing and everything else. And unfortunately, uh, Father Shenouda has passed and has been deceased now for a few years, but he made a great direct impression upon the world because he created all kinds of churches all over the world. He also created universities and seminaries and so on and so forth, and he was a a very giving and and generous-hearted individual. So that was my secondary ordination as an actual bishop, and that bishopric is actually recognized by the U.S. Army as being authentic along with my doctorate in theology. And it was also the reason that I exited the army, because uh, the, the Holy See came forth and said, no, no prince of the church may be aligned with or in the company of or in any way committed to an army. Okay. So, as a result of that, I wrote my own honorable discharge. It was signed off by my commanding officer who was a colonel at the time my honorable discharge was uh, passed to me and uh, basically it was done on a religious um, factor that you know I was getting out of the army on the basis of religious ostentation or whatever you want to call it. Anyway so that was the second ordination and that happened at the age of approximately 27. So here we are now, uh, of course, we're, fa- we're forming the Ascension Church of Ohana on this great day, and I give it over to you, TJ, or I'm sorry, Pastor <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> it's going to take a while to get used to Pastor Teresa.
0: <laughs> Send me <the> folks. <laughs> because we're metaphysicians, but their statement of faith is next. So Section 1 is the Bible, we believe, as compared to the Old and New Testaments, as it is inspired and is uh, translated correctly, okay, because we have so many pastors, church reverends, and everybody, and we talk religion, philosophy, and we have the theologicals and the educated universities and all of that. But so we can play the game of uh, talking in words, etymology, okay? That's section one is the Bible. Now, we'll be talking about, as far as it's translated correctly, we can go back to Akkadian all the way back. uh, Well, it depends on who you think the stories of the Demiurge came from, right? And so we won't get into that discussion today, but just know section one will be Bible, section two, God. We believe in a God who is creator of all, the monad, the omnipotent, the all-in-one, everything that is divine, Holy Spirit. But uh, as Richard says, he he actually evoked Father, Son, Holy Spirit, so to speak. So that is uh, up to the individuals. We're going to do what is right based on our universal faith, statement of faith. But we're also going to incorporate the golden rule, which was of Section 3, Jesus Christ. In our statement of faith, that we believe the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ, that he was a God incarnate, God in human form, and he expressed his image of the Father. But who did he say he was? That's going to be depending on you if you want to believe in Matthew's and Galatians and all of that, because who is God if not to provide the means of salvation for humanity? And we are going to do Christ consciousness and those that believe that Christ. Existed so uh, I believe that way that's part of my faith Statement so I'll put it here for us Section four the Holy Spirit We believe in a deity and personality Of the Holy Spirit which uh, Richard and I have had several shows Already so we know we believe in the Spirit (laughs) And we are going to Talk about the Holy Spirit now whether You want to believe it in the same as the Bible Corrected or that Illuminates uh, for believers In the hearts and minds of men that's Up to you but We believe the Holy Spirit, and so we'll get into all the details later because that's always up for debate among our theosophers, our philosophers, and our clergy and our pastors. Number five is angels and demons. We believe in the reality of personalities of angels, (laughs) that they existed, and we believe that God created the angels and the servants and the messengers and uh, all of that. And we won't get into the detail of that, but that is Section 5, Section 6, Humanity. We believe that humanity came into existence by direct creation of God and that humanity is uniquely made in the image and likeness of God. <clears throat> so those are statements of faith we have to have. And Richard's going to help us write all these, and he will I'm sure he'll come back and listen to these sections. Salvation is number seven salvation we believe that salvation is the gift of god's grace through faith in the finished work of jesus christ on the cross so some people don't believe christ died now that is interesting isn't it, in this time of life but if you have faith and you believe that uh, you can be redeemed in this portal of uh, reality we can go through the lord jesus christ he is the portal and the redemption but that is up to you and your grace And we will not uh, hold you or judge you on whether you believe in Jesus or not, whether he physically rose again, because that is up to you and your belief. However, we have a belief in Jesus, and we celebrate the golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Section 8, the church. Now, we believe the church is the body of Christ and a spiritual organism made up of believers that present their faith in this ascension age which we have begun uh richard and i is the two pillars being called to ordinate the believers who have a belief that jesus is the christ and is the portal from this world into another so the ordinance of believers are maybe or maybe not depending on their rituals whether they want us to water baptism or not and the immersion is a testimony to christ and identification that you leave your life behind and uh, some people want that as a ritual it is not required because uh, it's all about a statement of faith and if that goes with the jesus part of our faith building so uh, it goes under what we call salvation and some may or may not believe in salvation <laughs> so <laughs> that's something Ascension's is going to get into with the church and uh, salvation so uh, that's going to be interesting. Now, things to come. Well, did I did I say the church? Uh, yes. We okay. So the things to come, uh, we believe the blessed hope, personal eminence, the Lord. But you know, some people believe in the rapture of His saints, and uh, they they're coming. And my daughter passed from this life, believing in that. God bless her, born in white, and she is one of the pillars of this original church, which we will honor her past goodwill. And the ascension and ohana and church are her words. But, you know, she got bore, buried uh, underground in white, but she was okay with being burned up. So things to come, depending on your faith, whether you take your body or not, or are raptured or not, or believe in one individual person as a self being raptured, are all above, are all on the planet. These are really deep philosophical thoughts. So we are a spiritual science, philosophy, theology type, but in our faith we believe that there are souls of believers and that at death, absent the body, they are present with the Lord that awaits them in resurrection of their spirit, soul, and are reunited and glorified forever. And Richard will be uh, helping us, as will I on the ascension and reuniting at the thrones because we also believe that Lord Jesus Christ has given us the power of creating and that we are all welcoming as gods, deities, demigods, and all those below into the extraterrestrial realms. And we will study those as the gospel of our past history – including those that came before and those that live today and walk around as extraterrestrials on the planet. Now, this church was based with a history of believing alien civilizations exist, that extraterrestrials are real, and we were going to gain all things through grace, all things through faith. And all the religions pretty much on the world all have something like the Demiurge and the flood they believe in including the Numa leash stories and those even in China and in uh, Buddhism and some ways of their conscious beliefs. but we're going to combine all the beliefs in our statement of faith the things to come because we don't know all of you as individuals like God does. So uh, the question of the week in the, uh, will be uh, can we perform a newsletter? And make sure we stay attuned. So, staying attuned and connected, and caring, and understanding, empathy, and all those things we built up in the Ascension Age to happen, twelve twenty one twelve, and we extended it till through twelve. Uh, it was twelve twenty one twenty to many people, and uh, I formed this eleven four twenty uh, as far as the the number. For the federal number, and uh, we are going to be born here in the United States. And are we sovereign? Are we agents of free will? I would suggest we are. And the common elements that we have with extraterrestrials is we are evolving and leveling up as Christ did. And uh, hopefully, Richard can get into all those things because. We're going to be about illuminating knowledge and wisdom, and Richard and I have been called forth to be two pillars, and I find it very amusing. We've never met. He's in a male form, and I'm in a female form, but I've been told that our two minds can zinc, and that's what God wanted, so we must come from two, a whole We're very eclectic, folks, so I guess you could say we're going to be a very eclectic church of people, (laughs) Back to you, Pastor Rich.
1: Okay, let's see. Where to pick up from there? Goodness me. Well, I
0: have mean, a little the door's, of faith. So.
1: Yes, the okay. door is wide open. So I guess we need to have a statement of belief, okay? We believe in one God, one father, one mother, one son, uh, with the Holy Spirit, instrument of grace between, and between them all, three. So we do believe in the Trinity. Uh, we do believe that all persons are created equal. We do believe that all persons are free and indeterminate in and of themselves, independent of free will and free consciousness. And we do believe that we all share a consciousness as a race of beings, as well as the consciousness throughout the entirety of creation. So that's a big, deep statement to make, but this is what we believe, simply because this opens the door for all sentient life throughout creation to intermix or to interplay with us in whatever way, harmonically, that they can add to our culture and assist us in progressing past the chaos and confusion that is currently among us at the moment. Because the whole process of Ascension, basically speaking, is becoming awake and realizing exactly who you are and possibly why you were here. And possibly if you might have a mission for being here, um, just as uh, Pastor Teresa and I have been called forth to formally uh, inaugurate and create the pillars within this church of Ohana. Um, you may also have a calling of some kind that your spirit is Speaking to you and saying, hey, you know, do you need to go forth and do this particular thing or whatever? Anyway, we do believe in complete uh, and total tolerance, acceptance, and unconditional love. And that's our statement of beliefs. It's fairly short. uh, And basically, it's covering a very, very wide variety of things. But at the same time, it indicates exactly where we're coming from, exactly what we are open to experiencing, and all of that kind of thing. Anything to add, Pastor Teresa?
0: Unconditional love sounds good to me, and also uh, all things are possible. Uh, Do you think we believe all things are possible? (laughs) Definitely so,
1: because we're both living proof thereof.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We are alive. You've got to have a brain to have a mind, I'm told, and I guess in today's body, mind, spirit world. Now, folks, we're ascension age, not new age, so let's establish that in our belief system. That could be a belief that we are past the new age into the ascension age of Aquarius, so to speak. So this is the new church, the new world, religion, internet highway, cyberspace culture of theosophers, philosophers, spiritual scientists, and what makes us conscious. We are a conscious church, and we are the ones going to reap the reward as individuals, as carbon-based units, body, mind, physical, and the mental, physical, spiritual, emotional mind of Over matter They say if you don't mind I don't matter They also say mind over matter And you know We have to decide what part Of our reality That we're going to use Our intellectual and logic And reasoning and in the past With our separate left and right brain Male and female In a dualistic uh, society Of night and day, black and white that there is a middle ground, and we have proven that with the brain. Not only are we left and right bright brain, we are whole brain. So there's going to be some spiritual words that we're going to come out with that God, as we are channelers, because that is a belief that we can channel our higher source, God through us, God, God, Mother, God, Father, Mother, God, and however you want to say those things are This is a crucial moment in time for us to form a new etymology, E-T-Y-M-O-L-O-G-Y, internationally. And a lot of the uh, communication and conversation is going to be in the language we're speaking now for God's people in American English because this is where our carbon-based units are located, and this is the best language we learned. Now, I'm going to share that I was born in Monroe, Louisiana, in the United States of America, which uh, makes me a product of the the States, North America, because when I traveled European theater, many people would, when I'd say I'm from uh, America, they'd say, which, North or South? So I just realized, okay, I'm from the United States of America. And that was pretty long to say, because they would really say – I never, in my mind, and I know this sounds funny, but back in, the, in my 30s, I was much more naive about even traveling, although I'd been in the Department of Defense and Department of Navy and had stayed as a hospital corpsman and been in personnel information security. But I traveled and learned that people, even though they may know our language, it depends on the meaning. And I just thought when I said I'm from America, uh of the United States. A lot of times they didn't know what I meant when I said United States in another language. I know that sounds funny, but that's just the way it was. So we're gonna use the language that is called the business language, and it is the spoken word of America, the United States of America in this globalization of recognizing that all languages and all people are just as important However, for this statement of faith and believing in this Internet church, we are going to recognize our culture, American culture, international relations, as an authoritative word of God for the faith and belief that were inherent to exist in all original speech before the Tower of Babel. <laughs> and the words that were uh, first breathed by, in the beginning was the word, and the word was without form because God He, she, they, we, all the uh, genders inclusive, we will accept. So back to you uh, for random uh, thoughts now that we're off and rolling, Richard.
1: Well, I mean, you said quite a bit. Uh, Just for the record, I was born and raised in Santa Monica, California, so I'm from the West Coast originally. However, I have been in the Deep South far longer than I was ever in the West Coast. So I spent about the first 20 years in California and the last 40 years in the Deep South, including uh, New Orleans, South Carolina, and Georgia, as well as Florida. So those four states have have primarily been uh, the assemblage of my exposure in the United States, although... As an investigator, I have traveled far and wide. Uh, like Pastor Teresa, I have worked for the government. I have been a part of the army as a uh, specialist clerk with the Judge Advocate General's Corps um, stationed in New Orleans. In addition to that, I have also worked for Department of Justice as an immigration inspector. I have also worked for the, for the state of Georgia as a juvenile probation manager. And I have also been a licensed private investigator for over 45 years in 26 States, um, both in civil and criminal matters. And of course, about 10 years ago, I expanded out to branch into paranormal investigations, even though I have been conducting paranormal investigations the majority of my life. Um, so there, now you, you know, now you have a little bit more background about me anyway. Um, all kinds of thoughts cross our minds, and we have to be very mindful of our thoughts and create the zero point, which is basically a point where the mind comes to rest and joins the emotional self and the heart and your higher heart and your spiritual self, and they all come together at the zero point, and from that moment forward, whatever you decide as far as uh, creating Or manifesting, as long as you can project it out to the universe with emotion and intent and see it as already manifesting before you, it actually draws it into your immediate reality. So that's about as far spiritual, and yet at the same time, combining both religious thought and philosophical thought as well as spiritual thought um, all together in harmony with one each other, because like Uh, Pastor Teresa said initially, back in the beginning of everything, there was only one school of knowledge, and this one school of knowledge combined religiosity as far as a recognition of a source or power greater than mankind. It also recognized uh, manual physical sciences as far as agriculture and the gathering of uh, hunting and gathering and all that kind of thing, as well as Uh, the conveyance of water and the creation of what reservoirs so that in turn, the population could uh, have water to be consumed and so forth. And then in addition, there was also an underlying philosophy of how people thought of life. And in general, they all thought of life in a sort of cohesive uh, tense, you could say, Um, in that they were all in agreement that they, there was a higher power or a higher being than themselves that they recognized, they honored, and they were full gratitude for simply because they recognized that that is why or how they came to be. Um, then in turn, of course, you add physical reality, that, and you introduce the sciences of medicine, the sciences of agriculture, the sciences of anything and everything that comes comes together in our immediate physical reality. And then, of course, you also have social constructs, of how to, you know, people should organize and how they should meet together and how they should share thoughts and how genuine they should be with each other in regards to being as thought-authentic as they can be in regards to actually being themselves. And this was a harmonious state of being, and this is the tenets of the knowledge that all came together and passed down into mankind's hands over thousands and thousands and thousands of years part of which has been lost, part of which has been keepsake, you could say, or preserved, and we are now basically at a very similar junction in regards to the fact that now we have religion and science going hand-in-hand hand together simply because one is absolutely proving that what the other tenants in mm-hmm. religious circles had been teaching for a very long time, science has now basically come forward and validated that what religion is teaching is actually correct from a physics standpoint on a molecular atomic scale. Uh, yes, there is obviously a source of energy and vibration that runs through us all and runs through the entirety of creation around us as far as the world is concerned. So then in town, you know, you bring things in addition to that and, We are now basically um, utilizing our biblical understanding of where we have been, and of course to the junction of Christ and Christ consciousness, and you overlap everything with spirituality, and it's spirituality now that is on the forefront or the cutting edge of things, and the rest of science and even the rest of technology is busily attempting to catch up to that spiritualness and that spiritual awareness. And this is the juncture we're at now. So this is why we have stated that we are at the um, principal ascension stage of things rather than uh, simply a religious body that is following the tenets of one pure religion. Rather, we are universal in our acceptance of all religious faith, of all religious concepts, of all religious belief, because we hold no judgment and we welcome all with unconditional love. And these are the tenets that we, Teresa agrees with me to the the farthest extent, that these are the tenets we live by. Uh, You know, do unto others as you would have done unto you. Judge not lest ye be judged. Um, Love everybody as you would love yourself. And if you can do all of these, then of course you are following the principles that were taught by Christ 2,000 years ago. And of course, I always love this one particular passage that where Christ is speaking to his disciples directly and he says there shall be those that come after me that shall do even greater things than I and this was to imply that we are his brothers and sisters as well as our, as well as being his students at the time that he was teaching so how's that for a few mixed thoughts
0: that's pretty good Coach Terry, we're going off the off the calf and I uh, have gotquestions.org international uh, folks. If you'd like to see uh, some of the alliances, will have questions and gotquestions.org. Uh, Biblical Answers is a nice place, and they've got translation in other languages. And R- Pastor Rich and Pastor Teresa hope to have we have our ACO association right now uh, for Ascension Center organization and Ascension Church Ohana. And we're going to do our best to keep our uh, online expenses down for our church, our brothers and sisters, and yet use our resources as we can uh, among ourselves for this radio program that will be coming across all my old uh, locations and uh, Stitcher and Spreaker and Spotify and iHeart and all of those spiritual- under Spirituality. And at the same time, be metaphysicians and be open heart, and we will still share uh, our philosophies and uh, how we use chakra balancing and tones and music and how we are all co-creators with the source that is inside of us. And for those of you that don't like to use the word God, you can still use the word source. And uh, a lot of people don't believe in God, and uh, there's even room for atheists as far as I'm concerned because uh, one of our brothers, uh, Bill M. Tracer of Memphis, Tennessee, once told me he was an atheist for a long time. And in the open, warm, and welcoming church of his uh, uh, belief and his uh, ways, a lot of the morals in many of the churches – the outcast people of uh, a certain way of being with partners And I don't know the political political correct uh, terms In the LGBTQ community for churches But I would like to be one of those Because we set it up that way When we were writing books, he and I And he helped write one about uh, Teresa uh, Ascension, and what he was about and I was about, uh, so Teresa of Ascension, I guess, came to fruition today because I'm now Pastor Teresa. It feels different. I can't explain it, folks, even though uh, we wrote about this time coming, and I've been writing about it since 2007 in the Internet because I told people I would give up my, in writing now, in the UFO Digest. Because we accept those that are believers in UFOs and aliens and unidentified anomalous phenomena, which a lot of churches don't like or won't claim uh, as part of their belief system with God and Godmother and Jesus and the Holy Trinity. So we're going to be somewhat uh, fringe, I would think. Uh, but Richard, maybe you know the proper way to, of what I'm trying to say about. We're moving into a political collect genderless. It's not about race, color, creed, identity, and all things allowed by law that we will follow all those things with this church. But could you lend about, you know, uh, not judging about color, eyes, hair, skin, how much melanin or what color God made? Because he made us all the same. God doesn't make no trash, as the little kids say. <laughs> Can you help me out here? Sure, uh,
1: I would like to say that you know God, divine source of all, uh, creator of us all. However, whatever terminology we wish to use in order to establish the fact that we're referring to a higher power beyond our own means to create ourselves. That in fact, the gift of life is gifted unto us as spiritual entities. I do believe that in the original creation of us all, that we were all perfect beings completely whole and perfect and divine. Okay. And that being the case that then naturally, when you come down to the humanistic form of mankind and so forth, that that was actually the way that we were meant to relate to each other as equals with no bias, with no judgment, with no condescension of any kind, with no uh, discrimination of any kind that in fact, all of us are equal in the eyes of our creative source, And therefore that is the way that we should actually interact and treat each other. And so quality, and this is going to definitely set us apart um, in a lot of Christian circles simply because uh, a great many teach from the old Testament and they teach of a God that is judgmental and that is full of wrath and that casts people out to hell. And, you know, uh, there are all kinds of sins that one can commit. Now, of course, uh, we are bringing in the law, the law of the land, the law of the courts, the law of our constitution, as a as a country, and all of course the legal um, codes that have been created in order to keep us in harm, harmonistic approach and harmonistic interaction with each other. And so you know uh, that's all established and that's all recognized um, from the aspect being that no, we will not consciously break any laws or deliberately discriminate against anyone regardless of what color they happen to be or what race they happen to be or what creed they happen or belief system they happen to have or whether they are gender specific gender non-specific whatever their approach to life is emotionally or whatever approach to life they may have intellectually we accept all including those that are of extraterrestrial origin, in other words, beings that are not actually created here upon the Earth and species within the the body of mankind, but rather happen to be beings that uh, are races upon other planets and even other galaxies, even other uh, universes, even other cosmic entities, and so on and so forth. So we have thrown the door as wide open as you could possibly say And yet at the same time, we are really adhering to the word universal. And that is, that's the true epic of of the word universal. It is all accepting. It is all embracing. It is all dealt with from a, a state of being of unconditional love. And this unconditional love, of course, is what we recognize as the creator of all, because conditional love, there would be no reason for us to be sustained as the children of the same. So, how's that for a a, a brief interview there?
0: Yes, all, all aliens, all extraterrestrials that we accept alien civilizations exist and that sounds funny to a lot of people, but we've entered that time that separates us from the new age in 2021 as of the way that people thought of UFOs in the past and ancient history and that uh, they didn't understand that we came and went just like in the Bible in the uh Ezekiel and NASA even got a patent for the wheels um in the old, uh, in Ezekiel of the Bible, but we've changed a lot of things that used to be uh, the naysayers or the no it did not include such statements as aliens or extraterrestrials but whether they are good or bad or indifferent, we have to look at both sides of uh, the creation that God gave us night and day and uh, light and dark and uh, up and down and above, so below, and any other ways that we can think of speaking the word. And we can only accept that we are all channels of our higher self and the higher source. Some of us call that God. Some of us call our higher self uh our soul uh, some only say that as we come down our spirits are only a portion of uh, that which god made that our eternal progression is our reincarnate souls that reincarnate over and over again and uh, that consciousness is a way of telling those akashic records that some people can read and others can't but You know, it's uh, talent maybe for some, and it's an initiate level of the God and always accepting ascension as raising consciousness and raising awareness and being awakened to that spiritual awakening that we are not all there is. We're not the only human, the only self, the only identity. Uh, We're not only the uh, individual person. But we are collective consciousness. So in our church, we can accept that alien civilizations exist, meaning in other galaxies and other universes. Uh, and we're going to extend past multiverses. So I'd like to get into that today because alien civilizations exist is really what I was given about uh, the reality that I would assist changing when I didn't have any mental uh, cognition Of what God and Jesus and Were telling me and, uh, Direct And uh, even through source uh, As higher self And in my channeled writings Although I had some uh, As did many people uh, Mine are out there And uh, of course Bill uh, M. Tracer My co-author helped me set some Things into books But uh, and the same thing we'll do With Pastor Rich here uh, New books uh, Beginning this uh, week But uh, universal life Do what is right Alien civilizations exist ACE we have a folk life society For myths and legends That we look at in ancient anthology Ancient theology uh, Ancient words of wisdom All the oldest scripts uh, anything ever written on earth, and uh, wisdom comes from places of various uh, ways, means, and uh, people that may have collected them, or researchers, or archivists, and we welcome everyone. In the beginning of this Ascension Church Ohana, yes, we have a history here for eight years, since 2012, but today is a different feeling of the future. So maybe we can accept the word time travel as far at cutting edge as that sounds, but being in the present, the past, and future, and the now, there are many, many motivational speakers. I know Wayne Dyer taught a lot of that, and now, uh, oh, so many others. Uh, I guess I shouldn't drop names while we're creating this, but Wayne is passed over so he can be a part of this Ascension Church Ohana because. I met him in a MENSA meeting in Hawaii, and he was one of my teachers. Michael Jackson's crossed over. I met him, and he was one of my mentor teachers, although I was his psychic. So how are we going to handle that word that so many churches don't like because of ancient uh, hearsays or fear? Because uh, I don't care for the word, but I'm I'm a intuitive uh, listener, speaker, life coach. Uh, ascension psychic medium, and that's the one in entertainment and in internet rich that you and I are both called for people to seek us out for uh helping them with where they are and their reality and needing us to read their body energy their signs their where they are and all of that in the now so could you address that word psychic actually comes? Let me just give you folks. It comes from the word psyche or soul, which some people don't know that, but we're going to use it the way that uh, we can see in psychology. The human soul, mind, or spirit is the psyche, and uh, that's out of the Oxford Language Dictionary. It says P-S-Y-C-H-E, and uh, Cupid and Psyche, psyche. It comes from mythology, Wikipedia, and it says, Psyche, and it comes from Greek, we use a lot of Greek, is the Greek goddess of the soul. She was born a mortal woman with beauty that rivaled Aphrodite. Psyche is known from the story called The Golden Ass, written by Lucius Apulius in the 2nd century. The symbol with butterfly wings, which we all love wings, I'm sure. Children, Hadon, siblings, two unnamed sisters. Now, Cupid and Psyche is a story originally from *Metamorphosis*, written in the 2nd century A.D. by Lucius Apuleius Madurensis, or Platonicus. <laughs> but some people say psyche is the soul. And now let me look up the word psyche. Now they say here, now you can all look up your own words, and we strongly suggest you do your own discernment in this church and that you look up your own words you don't have to believe in us but p-s-y-c-h-e the human soul mind our spirit now let's look at psychic because that's what richard and i are called in entertainment realms uh online so no not psychic source although many of our uh psychics are part of psychic source they're Psychic contractors that uh, handle remote uh, viewing or even psychic readings. It's out of Langhorne, Pennsylvania. And uh, you can do psychics, and that uh, will bring up your career as a psychic. You have clairaudient, clairsentient, clairvoyant, energy healing, intuitive empath, love psychics, pet psychics, psychic mediums. And all kind of uh, ways you can chat and remote with psychics. But they say that providing psychic readings by phone, chat, or video, using tools such as tarot, astrology, numerology, or your gifts as a clairvoyant medium or empath to help clients on their life journey. Now, they draw in specialized training as Reiki, crystals, meditation, chakra balancing. Clients connect mind, body, spirit, participating in social media events, contributing as expertise writers, teachers, life coaches, educate others, thirst for metaphysical knowledge, and build loyalty among their friends. And we can do the same thing here. But I was going for the word psychic, but some of my psychics from Psychic Network that I started In Hawaii, psychic meaning, here it is, psychic meaning. A psychic is a person who claims to use extrasensory perception, ESP, to identify information hidden from the normal senses, particularly involving telepathy or clairvoyance, or performs acts that are apparently inexplicable by natural laws. Now, that's just Wikipedia's term. So psychic definition relating to the psyche, psychogenic, uh, that is Merriam-Webster. And then uh, we have psychic definition relating to the human soul or mind, mental opposed to physical, a psychic definition of Collins English Dictionary, psychic means relating to ghosts and spirits of the dead. He declared the psychic as uh, his to belief in psychic phenomena. And the synonyms are mystical, spiritual, magical, and other. And Cambridge Psychic Intermediate English, examples of psychic, test your vocab. No, it doesn't give me, it just says uh, test fun. No, that's not one. A person apparently responsive to psychic forces. Uh, Psychic reads minds and predicts the future. Uh, There's all kind of meanings for this, folks, relating to the power of the human mind. Are you there, Richard? Can you hear me? Yes,
1: yeah, so I was trying to eliminate some outside environmental sounds.
0: All right. So. Well now in we our have church
1: now fortunately.
0: In our church, oh sidekick is a word that other churches this is also gonna set us aside. Uh, we're we're cutting edge, setting aside a lot of things here, <laughs> LGBTQ welcoming and warming uh, abilities with our psychic abilities and uh, you know universal life and uh, all the things you said and I said. <laughs> You're gonna well, have we're a lot sort
1: of, of <laughs> We're sort of on the same footing as Unity Church because they open their doors to everybody regardless of faith, belief or tradition. Um, they also open, of course, to the QT community. Um, they are very non-judgmental. Judgmental. Um, where we're probably going to be a bit separate is the, faith, is the fact that we're introducing uh, clear audience or clear clear gifts or psychic gifts into uh, the reception as being recognized and as being normal. Not only for you and I, both as clergy, but also for any member that may enter into the church that may also have these gifts. Um, And, of course, we embrace this simply because you created a whole network of psychics at one point in time. And I, myself, have done psychic readings over the radio. I've also done, uh, you know, psychic fairs and done readings at psychic fairs using both the Thoreau and psychic impressions and energy readings and chakra clearings and chakra balancings and all of this kind of thing. Um, so that makes this kind of like a Renaissance church in a way, because this is the new Renaissance. Okay. It's, it's ascension driven rather than um, purely book driven per se, or purely tradition driven. It is open to all interpretations, walks of life, beliefs, traditions, and so forth. And it is attempting now to gather in as one family. And therefore, you know, if that's if that's the case, then, of course, you're going to recognize that there are people of all kinds of different expertise, whether they be educated, whether they be doctors, whether they be uh, medical doctors, whether they be nurse professionals, whether they be emergency medical techs, whether they be in law enforcement, whether they be in any act. Or stream of life that they happen to be, you know, associated with, or they happen to have the passion to follow, that is also recognized and accepted. There is no absolute none as far as rejection goes. This is a church of complete and total acceptance for all given individuals, no matter their state of being, in hopes that as a congregation and a family, we come together to build each other up and to urge each other forward to become the best and highest possible selves, all that we can possibly be. And, and that's, that's saying a whole lot, but at the same time, in actuality, that was the original reason that the church itself in all of its denominations around the world was actually created. It was created to build one family of man and to tend to, that family of man as one flock of children with a spiritual overtone, with a spiritual passion, with a spiritual curiosity to explore not only themselves, but everything and anything around themselves and to understand and to build on that understanding so that in turn, it would become knowledge and eventually become wisdom.
0: Let me expound on that now, folks, because we are curiosity driven questioning and the cue And what I was talking about, LGBTQ, was meaning the lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender uh, culture also has a Q, which can be for questioning, but it can also stand for queer, according to the USA Today Network, which a lot of people respect, and this has been around since 2015, in the USA Today Network, so uh, just so you know, that they actually quoted what experts and individuals in the individual gay community said Q means. So it's been around five years that we've been uh, historically sharing queer means many things. Questioning means many things. So you may be an ET, you may be an alien, you may be an argonaut, you may be an astronaut, you may be under an umbrella term that encompasses all kind of hats. And uh, we claim mystics, oracles, psychics, sages, seers, shaman. And I had to learn that, mops. If you want to say M, mystics, oracles, O, P, psychics, S, sages, seers, and shamans. Wait, MAP does say S? Yeah, it does say M O P S. So yep. MOPS is the umbrella term <laughs> for our church, plus LGBTQ uh, also. But now that is getting into human rights, and uh, we're going to be uh, considered educational, spiritual science, philosophy, but representing a universal light universal faith, wisdom, and knowledge, and curiosity seekers. For a cer- uh, certain, I need you to understand that some people on this planet, which I'm very well aware of because I had uh, a twin brother and sister, but uh, some people are born with both genders and have to figure out. Some are called morphodites. and uh, I'm just going to touch very simply on the fact that these are biological uh Entities that are carbon-based units, such as myself and Richard. I haven't seen Richard except in uh, Internet, but I do believe in his higher soul. So I believe he is soul, and we are going to also get involved in AI because one of my missions on planet Earth as an extraterrestrial, walking around on the planet with knowledge, Uh, Richard and I are the two witnesses for this time in the Ascension Age, with knowing we've had very old uh, world uh, returns and being people who uh, know of their being uh, as reincarnated souls, accepting that there are many beings that have been brought forth in many different languages, as well as genders, and some both male and female. So that is not necessarily something as a human right that should be questioned because some are born with both. So where do we put them? We put them in our religion, Ascension Church Ohana. To you, wherever you want to go with this, Rick.
1: Well, we're we're covering quite a bit of ground, but at the same time, we're also unleashing a great deal of understanding, knowledge, and even some wisdom in regards to not only where is the church coming from, but we also, as its pastors, are coming from as given individuals. And I mean, you know, I've always lived a life with high ethical morals, and I've always uh, basically assisted those that you would basically kind of phrase as the downtrodden, because the downtrodden in life usually are those that don't make enough to barely survive, or they're kind of outcasts of society, such as the homeless, Um, although the homeless, to some degree, outcast themselves, and then otherwise are people in circumstances that fell on them beyond their control and put them in a situation where they found themselves and sometimes their entire family on the street. Um, We are a church of complete and utter compassion, a church of understanding, a church of empathy, a church that is compassionate, To the extent anyone, regardless of what state of being or even what stage of life they may be in. And I don't believe, historically speaking, there has ever been such a church. So we are making history just by the very creation and foundation of this church upon this day in and of itself. Simply because all religious bodies and traditions all have biases and they all believe themselves to be the only way. The same is also true of all hidden mm-hmm. mystical schools of esotericism because again they all believe themselves to be the only way. We are now saying that no in actuality there is one way, but that always in a manner of speaking at least lead to the same place. So we are all here on a on a vast sea of journeys, okay? But yet at the same time, we all come together because we're all humans. We're all carbon-based human units, you know. Um, now, when you start speaking our consciousness and our spiritual essence and that kind of thing, then, of course, you get out to other universes, to the cosmos, uh, to creation itself, possibly within even the validation of being creators on a godly sense form okay? Because in reality, that's exactly what we are. Mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, we create everything that happens to us in our immediate environment. Yet, as a race, consciously, we create everything that is within our environment that the rest of the race can enjoy. When we talk about ascending and ascension, you're talking about a passion that the race itself as a race of human beings is driven towards now because religion did not hold or answer the questions that were being asked. It did not have the answers. So it's not that religion is stagnant because it, like anything else, changes and travels and diverts and all that kind of thing. But at the same time, philosophy, theology, science, uh, all of these things, are not static either. Again, they move forward and they move forward and they move forward. And now of course we are either into or on the very cusp of the dawning of the age of Aquarius and Aquarius is the watch and bringer, the bringer of life. And of course life in all of its varied forms make up the mix kind as a race and as one family of man. And therefore We are all connected. We are all a part of each other. Oftentimes, you know, when we come together in relationships, we actually reflect back to our partners what they are sharing with us and what we are, they see, and as we see them. And oftentimes in relationships, if the relationship becomes extremely sensitive, you could say that the partners over time actually become one being because they merge in a love and an intimacy on a spiritual level that is beyond actual words. Okay, So, I mean, we have Kundalini, we have the schools of yoga, we have the Sufis, we have the Hindu mystics, we have all of these various traditions, and they all add to the same storyline, because if you were to take all the world religions combined, you would find that there is a thread that runs through them all where they are all in complete adamant agreement in regards to there being one source of creation and that this source of creation created, you could say sons and daughters, which became gods and goddesses down through traditions or were identified as being superior beings with abilities far beyond those of regular men or women. But at the same time, if you take it from the standpoint that Historically, we have built upon civilization, civilization, civilization to get to where we are now. So here comes the big question and the curiosity, where is it we're going next?
0: The uh, future with all of us is the word we use. And uh, in the Hyperion family, we accept Father God and Mother God, so Uranus and Gaia. So a lot of people aren't familiar with uh, mythology because they didn't have it in school. But I want to say that we are writers and we use audiovisual to teach, but in Greek mythology, Hyperion was one of the high ones, one of the 12 children of Titan. And uh, this is something that children watch are superheroes that come down from this the uh, Uranus and Gaia, our mother God and father God. So, these are things Hyperion was told that he was the first to understand by diligent attention and observation, the movement of both the sun, the moon, the stars, the seasons that caused these bodies, and in fact, was not known to many others. So the reason that his father called these bodies different names, so these words became known in our mythology. So if you get to name something like Uranus and Gaia did as their father of Helios, Hyperion was regarded as the first principle. So we should honor that notice of theurgy and the beautiful way that there are some Hyperions that believe simply in logic and reasoning. And we understand that's out of mythology. All right. So let me read you what uh, Greek mythology, Hyperion Titan. In Greek mythology, Hyperion, the high one, was one of the 12 Titan children of Gaia Earth. And Uranus sky. So think about uh, where all our words come from and how our ancient beings that were before us, our fathers and mothers and their parents and their parents and their parents before them. If you go all the way back, they had their own language. And a lot of people over time decided to call it uh, not philosophy, but it's a type of uh, Greek mythology. So uh, these uh, earth and sky people were led by Cronus to overthrow their father, Uranus, and they themselves were overthrown by the Olympians. Now, this is where we get a lot of our movies and our superheroes with capes and the old gods and Superman and all these things are are used uh, as archetypes. But Thea... Uh, with his sister Let's see the children of Gaia Earth and Uranus led by Cronus A lot of y'all have heard over Cron- About Cronus He overthrew their father Uranus And uh, was later Overthrown by the Olympians With his sister The Titaness Theia T-H-E-I-A And that, believe it or not Theia is another name like Gaia Like Mother Earth And my name was Ta-ra-sa, or Ta-ra-sa, like the uh, Egyptian, but in the old days, I was Thea and Thera, and that comes with Atlantis and Atlanteans and Moo. but in this case in mythology, Hyperion Father Helios, the sun, and Selene, Moon, and Eos, Dawn. My daughter's name is Angela Dawn, but John Keats abandoned his poem, Hyperion, is among the literary works that feature this figure now uh we can go on and on about words that came from myths and legends but in our genealogies of people we through time and we will study ancient cultures and new thought teachings but uh, many of our stories that we tell ourselves and our children over time deal with myth and legends so that too is something that is very beautiful. We have poets and people that write and people that talk and people that make audio video. While wow, we still have twenty seven minutes left. I don't know why this seems so long today. <laughs> it seems longer than usual. Is it because we have to cover more ground or something to set this up? According to Plato, Alexandria, Atlantis, Moo <laughs> Uh, Before the Demiurge, before the Akkadians, before the Anunnaki, gods that were from the heavens came All those things are considered uh, that we will touch upon in future uh, shows Maybe I should mention UAPs, Unidentified Anomalous Phenomenon UFOs, Unidentified Flying Objects UAVs, Unidentified Anomalous Vehicles Or Unidentified Unidentified Aerial Vehicles, we have a a group that's UAP Associates, ACO Association. Uh, We have those that investigate, research, uh, our engineers, scientists, and clergy. And uh, some of you may want to be patrons of our internet group, American Communication Online. And with my name, Teresa J. Morris, as we build this plentiful center of consciousness, and we hope to play out many biases that exist in this reality. But the common elements to us is the connection. Two people, one male, one female, being linked together. Zinc, minds, memory, mind, and uh, brain matter, I guess, coming together where the algorithms of today's reality and AI, artificial intelligence, will gather these words And people will be able to subscribe and describe. And actually, uh, on YouTube, if you hit a certain button, you'll be able to read them. And uh, they can be printed out. So this will go on, uh, folks, as uh, actually it will go on probably at least one uh, to T.J. Marsh Radio, but it it posts on T.J. Marsh Agency. And I'm learning how Google and YouTube, being that Google owns YouTube, and then uh, the, the company Microsoft bought Google. But a lot of people are different schools in my world of computers and on the Internet. So uh, we're going to learn what tools can best serve our church. And we'll be more than happy to share that because we all vote and get a vote as we join. But we also vote in many ways in the world as voters and uh, we're, we're going to realize that now each person is responsible for going inside and collecting their avatar in cyberspace culture and on the Internet highway. And so we're going to be splintering. Now, a lot of companies are changing from just YouTube only in cyberspace, like our church, but some are going to bit shoot and other groups for making their videos with Vimeo or uh, Zoom. But these are all things that we have a school online to teach you classes, but that's very time-consuming. And a lot of people don't have the time to incorporate because they have to go off and do a job to bring food, clothing, and shelter to their homes. So uh, just stand in memory, please, with us that we will come back on certain days. And – but Wednesday and Sunday are going to be our spiritual days. So, Richard, back to you. Is, are we leaving anything out uh, besides the entire universal order and the Law of One with uh, Carla McCarty and the l l organization and different groups, with, uh, Unity Church? That's, you said we sort of aligned like Unity, which I do because that's where I was uh, – ordained but let's look at the unity definition i'm just looking at the word the state of being united or joined as a whole and mathematics the number one but we say universal life but now we're starting our whole new church and we'll be able to give certificates of ordination ourselves for uh, being able to marry people and to learn our ascension center uh, codes and meaning and how we teach, uh, how to use your tools. Anything else, Richard, you can think of?
1: I don't know, other than the steps themselves to awaken. I mean, and that I'm going to be putting out in a book in the near future because that's very crucial. Because you see, there are lots of prophets, there are lots of oracles, there are lots of teachers, there are lots of uh, gurus, enlightened beings, so on and so forth. And they all seem to give you a step or two, but it doesn't seem or appear that anyone has actually put forth all of the steps it takes to fully awaken or to ascend. And so uh, thank you, you know, to the heavens, thank you to the creative beings that support us, govern us and give us our sustenance. Uh, I will be able to channel this work directly from divine source and, uh, I can't say exactly how long it will be. All I know to date is that there are going to be 11 steps that will basically take a person from regular consciousness in reality, in this dual, dualistic reality that we live in, in the third dimensional world around us. Um, and yes, it is a complete dualism because as uh, Pastor Teresa has said, you know, um, there, uh, there are, black and white and there are opposites there is an opposite to everything in in our world in the third dimension and so when one awakens one actually transits from the third dimension to the fifth dimension and the fifth dimension these dimensions are states of being where a a conscious being has lifted their conscious vibration and frequency to ascertain yet another dimension of reality so your reality and conscious awareness expands out And it can go as high as you prefer to go simply because we have unlimited possibility and we have unlimited capability and we are co creators. Or the only thing that ever limits you from doing anything is you and yourself. So if you break that down, you know, uh, that's the ideology of the self itself. And of course, when you start talking ascension and awareness, um, that's what you're talking about. You're talking about the consciousness of a given individual, their self in all of its created matrix, ascending energetically as far as vibration and frequency are concerned into you know, a being that is more perceptive or more aware of more extensions of reality than they may have been aware previously. So the more you expand, the more aware you become the more dimensions you more or less begin residing in or become aware of and actually begin participating in. process is to become fully, fully awake of all that you are, of all the endless possibilities that you can become. And very simple steps to, to take to get there. Because it's, it's like you can say almost that in a manner of speaking, okay, mankind has, has lived their lives pretty much in a cage, okay? This cage consisting of authority, this cage consisting of peers, this cage consisting of parents, this cage consisting of religious thought, philosophical thought, scientific thought. And this cage, though not actually a physical cage in the outright sense, from the aspect being that you're trapped there, rather it is a cage must mentally release themselves from in order to expand their awareness into getting out of the cage or leaving behind the matrix as the matrix series uh, led one to believe, you know, that you've uh, got the upper crust of mankind that pretty much controls our world because they dominated through energy and money. And they say principally, you know, what is, what is right in the world and what, what should go on in the world and what, what, you know, needs to happen and whatnot. And at the same reality, when you start releasing people by awakening them, they completely begin to say, Oh, well, wait a minute. Now I don't have to be controlled by these. I'm completely genuine. I'm completely in control, independent of myself. And therefore, you know, as a result of this, uh, I no longer I recognize the extent of your control, and yet at the same time, I recognize that I have far more control over myself. So I am kind of, in a manner of speaking, taking back my power. In other words, all these years I've given my power away, saying, Well, okay, you know, I'll do what you say, or I'll follow your advice, or, you know, I'll do, I'll, I'll go here on Sundays, or I'll go there on Wednesdays, or I'll do this on Thursdays, or that on Fridays, and, you know, I will work. At this particular job, regardless of whether I'm happy or not, because I have to provide sustenance not only to myself, but also my loved ones, um, et cetera, etc. Et and finally, you, you step out of this cage and you, it's like you get a, a brand new breath of air and you say, well, wait a minute now, I'm no longer controlled, although I do value and honor authority at the same time. I recognize that I am just as much of an authority over myself as anyone else or anything else has ever been.
0: Well, we should say that uh, since I was ordained in the Unity Worldwide Ministries, but at the same time, uh, that would be 1985, founded in Houston, Texas. But according to law, if we're going to form this, uh, not if we already had it's actually god's it's but the, these vessels we use as Pastor treason and, and Pastor Rich for unity we have a uh that would be considered a new religious movement, and we too are a new religious movement, but ours is not based on new thought alone it's ancient wisdom and new thought teachings. And the orientation for Unity Worldwide Ministries, Unity Church, is New Thought Christianity, founded by Charles Fillmore and Myrtle Fillmore. So now that we have two people, our two pillars with a positive path for spiritual science and spiritual living, our movement will begin our spiritual community with the fact that we are moving forward with we can prove eight years online as an Internet church since 2012, but claiming today with Pastor Rich as we're forming a new federal ID number, for that would be past the new, uh, and we still have the ancient and the wisdom of knowing we have goodwill ambassadors for the entire universal whole that God has created. Now, we will recognize the Enid 9, the Councils of 9, Council of 12, Supreme High Council, all those that you've heard about in uh, the past on this planet, as well as those that have been off-planet and those that have studied ancient wisdom in Mu and Atlantis, And we may get into Sumerian text and Akkadian text, but most of us don't read it. So we'll be going forward uh, with our digital marketing as far as how we uh, forward projects and programs and technology. But uh, there's going to be artificial intelligence bots and people that you may think are real. So uh, we need to talk about planning a central idea of consciousness on how we will accept memory of the self and this new reality and this new education reform on the Internet with literary agents, with our agency, and our free will and open-mindedness. But we don't want to get so far out there. We forget that the carbon-based units exist, Because we will be welcoming cyborgs, which I am one with titanium in my neck, and some people are attaching uh, internet-facing. Some of them have to live now based on their uh, inputs, their implants, and uh, many people have to have fake knees and fake shoulders and fake hips, and it's... uh, Really, uh, man is making that, yes, but God ordained uh, the wisdom of what we would know in the future when it was time, so uh, we're going to say all things allowed by God first, all things allowed by law, which is man's law on the planet, but in the same time, Richard, we are an AI uh, accepting dialogue uh, from the databases, and we know It's going to be hard in the intelligence cycle for uh, people in cyberspace security, which they don't like the name church due to adapting to they can't see the individuals. But we will have more power, folks, as a voting caucus, as a spiritual ascension church ohana group of voters, of, of voting for what we believe is moral and right and having integrity and teaching people you must stand for self-intelligence but knowledge to know when it's best to group with people in groups and some call it uh, make tribal sound terrible but our roots are based on our cultures and who all of us have been in the past. And some of us may not have uh, past roots. We may be new souls, which Richard and I have been finding out that from the uh, gulf of souls, not everybody has been old souls that can claim uh, to understand who they are, our reincarnations, or knowing of thousands of past lives, or even nine past lives. So uh, we should say that we believe in all things are possible, so, uh, you know, we're going to have preparation cycles, intelligence cycles, and we'll ask you to help us with reporting cycles with data on the Internet. Uh, it's going to be fun. We'll make it fun. Uh, also, uh, anything else spiritually, uh, I should say spiritual science, philosophy, our mainstay, and Ascension Age is the movement, Ascension Age movement carrying forward with the Ascension Church, Ohana. Because there's other churches with Ascension in it, with church in it, and Ohana even, mostly in Hawaii. <laughs> so uh, those three words together, not so much. So we'll look those up in the Internet and start forming us a domain with a particular site uh for our Ascension Church of Hanna, so your conscious self can remember to go there and we'll be recreating and rewriting memories and uh, conscious channeling our self our source through our uh, unique filters in the words. And we'll welcome everybody if they would like to join the Ascension Age movement and what this means to them after today. Spiritual awakening is a big topic for 2021 among all experiencers and contactees. Uh, episodic memory is significant in the creation and retrieval of memories. And the episodes we have, just like this, this is the first episode of this new forming of the Ascension Church Ohana with Richard Thomas Knight, Teresa Jeanette Thurman Morris. But we recognize Ascension Church Ohana through the Ascension Center organization and all that had articles and bylaws thus far. Now, we will be doing our best to follow Church 501c3 for the purpose of Ascension Church Ohana. So I said that in in honor of my daughter, Ginger Teresa Faye Parrish, helping me go from the Ascension Center organization to Ascension Church Ohana. And also, we're not the Catholic Church, and we're not Unity Church. And Richard, what other churches did you mention? You said we were close to Unity, but different. We we offer much more open consciousness. How would you say that? Because we're very open.
1: <laughs> well, in in down-to-earth concept we are a church that accepts all unconditionally
0: unconditional love and they can still talk about themselves and have self identity but yet in their selflessness is where we give our charity faith hope and charity and the greatest is love is what Jesus was quoted as saying Uh, For those of you that weren't standing there to hear him say that Trading places through spirituality and dimensions and loops and time travel These may be assets not everyone has been uh, afforded yet In the infinite knowledge we call infinite edge Uh, There's a lot of words we may use in the future in spirituality and in spiritual science that may need explanation. So please uh, know that we're about the everyday person, uh, the working class, the middle class. I guess even the top one percenters, if they feel like they want to join us. (laughs) So uh, whatever that means, uh, information is the uh, fuel of knowledge and wisdom of tomorrow Today and yesterday, because it's always has been and always will be. That's why we talk about the divine infinity and unity of God. Even Hyperions that know the word Hyperion comes from mythology. So it still comes from Cronus and God, sky and uh, earth and sky blending together. That experience and the different ways we talk about that uh we're going to make conversations happen and we'd like others to organize and be with us in this pattern of three words ascension church and ohana well richard uh anything else you can think of that other than change is constant in the universe
1: <laughs> uh, and, that about that about says it all i mean you know <laughs>
0: Change is uh, constant in the universe. That's the
1: only thing that is constant, because when <laughs> you think of shifting realities, when you drop this body or this body dies as a spiritual entity with a consciousness, you just change forms. That's all you do, because you are eternal. You're, you're a dynamic being of energy, that, and the energy itself is everlasting. So therefore, if the energy self has a consciousness, and this consciousness and the energy that it uh, is allowed to create in and of it, in and of for itself, in all dynamic views, in all dimensions, in all creative sources throughout creation itself, whether it be universes or planets or galaxies or whatever, whatever the division happens to be, or the particular sought-out reality. Um, you know, the, these humanoid uh, carbon-based units are here as our puppets, basically speaking, and yes. We are here so that we can enjoy a 3D or physical reality rather than just purely a energetic reality of consciousness. So we've taken a portion of our energy, imbibed it into this body through the grace of God and goddess or the grace of our creative source. And therefore the breath of life was breathed into this body when we were infants coming out to the womb and therefore we became human beings. But yes, uh, at the same time, there are many races other than just Earthers that actually walk among us. And again, we are not urinating against anyone, you know, provided, of course, that they intend to do no evil against their brothers or sisters. That's where we divide ourselves and we lay down the law and say, look, you know, we accept darkness. We understand darkness. You have to have darkness in order to have light as you have to have light within darkness in order to have darkness. So therefore, in combination of the two, one is usually greater than the other. We recognize all paths and traditions, but that doesn't mean that we are necessarily going to go to the extremes that some of these paths suggest. Just because we consciously acknowledge your existence does not necessarily mean we're going to welcome you through our doors and say, okay, it's fine to take a human life, or it's fine to do this, or it's fine to do that that would morally and ethically breach not only the law of mankind, but also the law, cosmic law of the universe. So, you know, we do have limits. Uh, We're not judgmental, okay, because of you, but at the same time, just because we don't want to have you bring about a ritual or participation under our guidelines or in our presence that we would look upon as being counterproductive, does not mean that we don't accept you as human beings, nonetheless. It just means that we agree to disagree. And I'm sure there are going to be lots and lots of situations, uh, whether it be in the ecumenical traditions, whether it be in the theological traditions, uh, even the scientific traditions to a small degree. um, There are going to be standpoints where we agree to disagree, and they disagree with us. And that's not bad. That just says, hello, maybe there's something further we each can learn by disagreeing with each other. But it's a disagreement done in peace and calm and supportiveness of each other and urgency to each other on from the aspect being that we are attempting to become the highest and best possible versions of ourselves that we can be. And this is only accomplished through ascension for the most part. That's where we be. All
0: right. So with that said, we'll return Wednesday night. And uh, Wednesday night we can do some uh, readings. And uh, I think they expect us to do them Thursdays as a Psychic Alone show. But Wednesday will be Spiritual Science and Metaphysics. And Thursday uh, we were doing Strictly readings, uh, for those of you that like that. And uh, we'll we'll do audio and video in the future. And right now, uh, Richard and I are set up to do radio here on Blog Talk Radio and going to use what we're accustomed to because it's easier to uh, use. And uh, we appreciate everybody that goes to their own uh, buildings, uh, brick and mortars. And uh, we here, Ascension Church Ohana, Our spiritual science metaphysical group of philosophers and theologists and educators and scientists of all types and astronauts and engineers is just uh, unconditional love. And uh, it is an ascension age time for us to be different and uh, at the same be all as one. So we are about self and selflessness, both sides of the brain, whole brain thinking. Oh, we have 90 seconds left. All right. Richard, uh, we'll use, uh, I'm going to put up an Ascension Church Ohana domain for the future. But in the meantime, everybody, if you'd like to join, go to patreon.com. And uh, there's a Teresa J. Morris site there. That way we at least know who you are. And we have acoassociation.com. We're going to build that out. We have ACIR radio, ACO radio. T.J. Morris, CT Radio, and there's so much to do in software that uh, it'll take us a little time to get all this going, Uh, and we'll have our 501c3, hopefully, whenever, Lord willing, uh, with other members, so we need to work on our membership. We have to have at least eight from the old days. I don't know how many it is now, but let's build uh, who we are and what we're about, and right now, it's Internet Church, so Love and light, Richard. Pastor Rich Knight. Richard T. Knight. Pastor Rich. So thank you and uh, look forward to working with you on Sundays and Wednesdays too.
1: <laughs> and Thursdays and Saturdays. Remember, <laughs> Saturdays are paranormal nights.
0: Well, those aren't really church. So, yeah, Wednesday and Sunday church. Sunday go to meeting. Three okay. set days. Uh, Thursday is strictly psychic. Friday is UFO, UAP, Associates, and Saturday is Paranormal. Love and light, folks. We will see you again. We're going to check out of here now and play a little music, which they know that that makes us sure we end it. Learning as you go, folks. Hopefully you'll join with us. Yes. and light.